Hello, my name is Nick. I'm one of your many hosts for the Podcast Podcast, a monthly podcast where we explore the bizarre and brilliant world of beer and the excellent pubs that serve it. We're not beer writers or experts, we're just a bunch of friends who meet up every month or so to explore the wonderful and weird world of pubs and beer in the UK and abroad, and we call ourselves Pub Tribes. Before it might be a laugh sharing our stories and experiences with you, from one group of beer non-experts to another, let's go Pub Trotting. Hello everyone and welcome to Pub Trotters Pubcast number 20. It has been a long old while uh, since our last episode uh, in the brewery in Letchworth and yeah we're back for our last episode a review of the year of pubs uh, between myself and my lovely guest this evening and co-host um, Alison from CSAC. Hi Alison, welcome. Hi Nick, thank you very much. How are you doing? You well? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Uh, it's a busy period because it's Christmas, but that's a good sign, right? Yes, absolutely. Especially for kind of the, what you're representing and, and uh, the business that you're running, uh, City Stack, which we will hear more about later on. But how has December been treating you generally? Have you had any work functions that have taken you to any exciting pubs or any done any fun festive pubbing in general? Uh, well, I've been uh, pretty busy to prepare a uh, Christmas period because uh, what we do is a Christmas gift. Um, but I've, I've been visiting um, a few pubs, uh, but mainly the ones uh, I work with. Um, so it's always good to see the pubs you used to go. Yeah. Um, and a bit less pub uh, orientated. Uh, early in the month, I've been in Norway to see the Northern Lights. So oh, wow. Amazing. Yeah, it's it's really something I I recommend to everyone. It's it's really amazing to see. Amazing. I mean, listeners will know something I'm a bit obsessed with, as I've touched on with yourself, Alison, and I will bring up in a minute. Uh, is is how in different countries there's not necessarily what we in or in the UK consider pubs, but there are sometimes equivalent versions of. Uh, what what was that sort of scene like? Was there any sort of pub or gather community gathering place with alcohol? uh in Norway that you can remember that you enjoyed <laughs> um yeah it's, it's actually funny because uh so I was in a in a village uh, and I could find that similar atmosphere uh oh, cool. in pub um you know where you can see the locals that come and you can you can say that it's it's the same people that come again and again to meet the same friends um so yeah it was it was very warm um as uh what we love in pubs here in uk right yes absolutely um and we'll come back come back to that as well um have you so you went to your christmas you said you have had a, a few festive pubbins in the uk is it any in particular you've been to at christmas time because i find pubs at christmas time you know they'll put up a christmas tree some lights and some other pa- christmas paraphernalia and whether you're a huge fan of christmas or not um they can't it's quite a nice feeling i get a fuzzy feeling and i'm a bit of a bar humbug at times i know especially like um you have some pubs that uh have some fireplace and i think that that makes everything um so you have very nice places like um so the the ski han in uh, pecan i don't know if you've already been to that pub uh before uh but no this is the one we would do to do a podcast in last week wasn't it exactly yes (laughs) Um, yeah carry on yeah, so th- this pub is very nice because you really have this uh, cozy feeling uh, in a Victorian decor. 
Um, so yeah, it's very warm. And actually I was there, it was, I think, a day when there was a, a football match. So it was very crowded, um, but it's very nice. And um, there's another pub I visited just yesterday, which was the Gladstone, uh, Gladstone Arms near Borough. Yeah, um, they've put uh, a lot of uh, lights and decoration everywhere, so it's it's very very cute. I think. How I've about you? To... Have you been to some nice pubs? Um, so I, I, listeners should. Well, I mean, we haven't done one in a while, but we're pregnant, so we're not sadly not going out too much. That being said, we had a a antenatal so- social. Uh, last week in a pub in so I'm in Hitchin in a place called the Orange Tree, which was all right. Um, I'm not drinking just in case I need to drive my partner and I to to the hospital at the moment. So I'm on a non-alcoholics, but they had a really good non-alcoholic range, thankfully. Um, but we went to a pub quiz last night called uh, in a pub in Hitchin called the Albert, um, which I highly recommend. It's my favourite pub in Hitchin, uh, and that it felt very cozy in there. I think as we walked in, it had a giant Christmas tree up which it didn't have up, I think, about two weeks ago. So they're a bit late to the game. But um, yeah, and I, it was really warm in there as well. I don't know if I I was thinking about this the other day that I think I wonder, I'm, I reckon pubs are not using us the wrong words, but I think I'm recognising people's need for warmth, given the cost of living, not to get into politics too much. Uh, but it's, a you know, rather than being cold and putting the heating on for just yourself at home, go to the pub, have a bit of fun and also be warm. Uh, and in yeah. the, the pub you mentioned at the start, obviously if they've got a fireplace, even better. Yeah, and I mean, if, if you have, if it's crowded and like you have 20 people around you, for sure, you're going to yeah, be exactly. warmer than alone at home, right? <laughs> exactly. And um, yeah, there's, you know, the pubs I've been going to though, that's been one of some of the nicest things is that they're really warm as well. So, you know, it's freezing cold outside and it's warm and it snowed up with us as well a few days ago. I, I don't know, I haven't, I don't think I've spoke to anyone in London. Did it snow in London this week? Yes, yes, it did. Um, and it's actually funny because I was asking to some pubs um, if they had issues with the strikes going on. Mm. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of going on right now, but um, yeah. on top of, this, of the strikes, um, one of the pubs uh, I work with, which is the Hanson Cab uh, in Kensington, told me that he even had some consolations due to the snow. So it was not so big, to be honest. It yeah. was not so so snowy, but um, yeah, apparently it, it can convince people to stay home. Whereas it's yeah. very nice to be at pub in a snowing day. Well, you can't help it. And that's, as you say, it's one of, yeah, if it feels dangerous to go to the pub, understandable if you're not going. Mm. Obviously, we encourage everyone to go and enjoy that time. Um, but yeah, so that's that's been my pub in December. I do, I, like I said, I think I love pubs in December. I think there's a really cool festive vibe of the local community. Or, and obviously, I, having lived in London as well, it's there's. Don't get me wrong. I've been. I, you go to Christmas dues, your friends' Christmas night out, your work Christmas night out, your maybe hobby slash sports team Christmas night out. Um, so you get you get a lot of pubs in, um, but it's it's. it's I think the community ones are the better ones. Like I used to live in Crouch End, and so we'd go just go into the local, a local at Christmas time around there was always really nice because I don't know, it just felt everyone was just going out and being festive and having fun, I guess. Yeah, you have that feeling of uh, almost family, right? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And so that's kind of what I love about this time of year for pubs. Um, it is very odd doing it 
not drinking i will say that um <laughs> not that you need to drink per se to enjoy a pub as we proved last night me and my partner um but yeah i do miss some of the good beer there's some good beers on tap in the pub as well last night which i couldn't have but there you go um at least you can remember about everything up to the end right yeah 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 <laughs> yeah um absolutely um so moving on a bit so um alison we touched on city stack earlier and we're going to go into proper detail later um but just as a brief introduction because before we start mentioning it a lot and listeners are like what the hell are they on about we will go into it in more detail uh in the pub lovers corner um but just to kick us off can you do a bit more of a formal introduction and sort of let listeners know who you are and what city stack is and why you set it up yeah of course um, um so basically i uh, launched city stack um, last year. Um, so as you can hear, I'm French. Um, and when I arrived in UK, I arrived in the middle of the pandemic. Um, and when I arrived, I just fell in love with the pub culture for everything that you just described, especially the, the part where you connect with people uh, and you have that, that feeling of family. But basically, I was quite sorry to see how people deserted these places. And um, I decided to launch uh, City Stack, which is a gift for pub lovers. So basically, it's a £20 stack of beer mats that allows you to get £100 worth of food and drinks at 10 independent pubs across London. So we mainly focus on independent pubs. Um, so in each pack, you have 10 beer mats, one per pub. Each gives you £10 of your bill. That's amazing. Um, I didn't realize it was that. I, I, I know knew, know the product. Obviously, we've spoken a few times, but that's a, <laughs> such a good price. Oh, if I lived in if I lived in London anymore, that would be kind of like a thing for me to buy all my friends and be like, right now we have to go to a pub together every month. Um, <laughs> awesome, thank you. As I said, we'll go into the ins and outs a bit more um, later on and how people can go, kind of buy them because there is still time to get uh, them for Christmas. Um, you, you, as you said, you said you were in France uh, and you moved to the UK and you fell in love with the, in love with the pub culture. Is um, is there anything equivalent? to this in France, would you say, to, to pubs in the UK? So it, it's funny because um, a friend of mine asked me that question when I arrived. Um, he said, you don't have that in France, do you? And I said, yeah, of course we have. We have what we call brasserie or some bar. Um, and, and I was like, yeah, it's a place where you can eat and drink or just eat or just drink. But the more I visited pub, the more I realized that it's it's very different actually because in a pub, you can you can find okay, you can find the colleagues, friends, uh, but you also find families, uh, the husband with his wife, people with their dogs, and it's much more, yeah, various in terms of people who go there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I like basically you just go there to connect with people. You're not looking for uh, the finest meal or the finest uh, wine or beer. You mainly go because you want to meet people um and yeah i think that that's what i really liked and i i think i can't say it doesn't exist in france that way yeah it's interesting I've, I've, and we've obviously touched on this outside of this podcast when we chatted before but um for the listeners i know i always i, I mentioned before I'm trying i like to find what, what there isn't exactly the same but there are sometimes slight equivalences as you mentioned and there's those places i found at least in paris and some other major cities that are like on the corner and they sell beer coffee cigarette they're like a kiosk slash bar slash okay. cafe did they uh, do you know what I, do you know what i'm referring to 
Yeah, I think it's what we call brasserie. Ah, okay. Yeah, just a brasserie. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and I last time I was in Paris, um, no, that's I noticed quite a lot of those spaces around, and it's just clearly again where people just go in just for a small drink and a, a just connect, just hang out with people, which is really nice to see. Um, yeah, it's it's the place where you go for just your quick coffee in the morning, or with colleagues, or eventually dating. But you you wouldn't. It's it's very different the way you you go there than pubs, yeah. I think. Yeah, and a lot of them were like had seats mainly outside with a small area inside. To yes, ones I saw yes. at least anyway. To smell your cigarette, even when it's de- yes. zero degrees, of course. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so amazing i mean it's 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 amazing that you've you know fought, felt fallen in love with the pub, pub community culture here in the uk and set up this fantastic sounding business as a way of promoting and working with independent pubs so we'll come back to that later in pub lovers corner and go into a bit more depth and talk about the pubs in particular um so but we're going to move on to pub news uh, so i've got two stories this week alison one's a bit serious and it's always worth talking and as a a business person i think it's it's relevant you've already touched on it earlier um and then one's a bit more fun and uh, sort of festive it's festive as well actually unintentionally (laughs) yeah so this is a you know uh as you mentioned you got you're in covid now pubs during covid got hammered uh in terms of struggling to stay open struggling to keep slash pay staff a good wage um so you know it's worth noting that even though we're out of the pandemic at least in the uk there's still we're, we're experiencing a cost of living crisis um you mentioned train strikes uh that are obviously impeding people's ability to maybe go to work and then so they're not going for pub drinks afterwards with their colleagues and things like this so yeah the still one of the stories cost of living pubs face a bleak future um boss of uh a pub warns uh one of the chain pubs that's a kind of quote that they've mentioned um is saying that the pubs um kind of inflation figure was 10.7 percent uh in november down from 11.1 it means prices are still rising but the rate at which they're going up is slowing the have you so given what you do and you touched as, as i said you touched on this earlier have you been in contact with the pubs you work with have you have they talked about and how this is impacting them at all but is it impacting them yeah i mean um of course it is um we 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 discuss like quite regularly with the pubs um some of them uh are doing quite well because they managed to build a good reputation uh in their area they have a lot of locals coming on um, but for others, it requires a lot of efforts. Um, so, for example, I was uh, actually discussing with a, a male from uh, the Angel and Clown, which is yeah. in uh, on Roman Road in East. Yeah. Um, it's quite complicated because uh, the bills are still rising up. She's still paying. Uh, she's a good example because she's still paying the debt she had to get from uh during the code period she's like yes. um yes because they, they very generously give out go back completely to the pub yeah because they very generously um, quote unquote give out loans and then everyone has to pay back at some point exactly so she has to pay that but the bills are rising um and people 
tend to spend less uh, at the pub. So either they come uh, to drink a bit less or they come less often. I think there is also like probably people drink less than before. So, yeah, I mean, definitely yeah. it's it's something many of them experience. I mean, that's interesting you say that as well, actually. As you know, my day job is a youth worker and young people generally don't drink as much as, say, my generation did when we were their age. Um, I know that for a fact. And but even last night, like I mentioned, I was at a pub quiz in the Albert. Um, I think out of our lot, all of us enjoy a drink, but I think only one person was drinking um, and out of six. Um, I mean, I'm not drinking because I might drive my partner to the hospital. My partner's not drinking because they're pregnant. But the others didn't really have any other excuse other than just um, drinking less, which, you know, is great, healthy, good for you. Um, and we're not encouraging everyone to go out and spend hundreds of pounds on beer in order to keep pubs open. But obviously it does factor in. It was funny. The So the Alba on Thursdays, as well as the quiz, does a craft beer Thursday um, where it used to be £4.50 a pint of craft beer, usually something from Hamilton Brewery in London, because usually they got like five taps for them. Um, I've noticed it's gone up to £5 a pint now, because um, that's something as well, right? Because you can't, pubs can't just hike up the prices of their drinks as soon as the cost of living go, because they will lose customers quite quickly. Exactly. Yeah, that's that was actually the, the big news uh, that hit me, I think, last week. Mm. I don't know if you read it. Like there was, I, I think it's the British um, uh, British Beer and Pub Association who released yeah. that uh, with our current trade, we might achieve uh, an average pint uh, price of twenty pounds. Uh, uh, I don't know if you've read it. No. Like it's yeah, it's it's completely insane. <laughs> I mean, that's terrible. If, if you look. If you look at like the, so the pubs have to face the staff shortage. So obviously like this has the cost as well. Um, plus the, the bills to pay uh, for, for the energy. Yeah, we might end up there. And the thing is like, um, if you have, uh, you have some groups that can still negotiate uh, beer price quite low, it's going to be mm -hmm. much difficult for an independent pub that, yeah. you know, is not taking so much beer per month. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? With with the service industry in general, hospitality industry, it's there's so many cogs in the end product. The end product being a, a, a member of the public like you or me having a great time with food and drink. Um, you know, like you say, there's the grow the growing of the food or the the grain that makes the beer to the transporting of it and the energy. Yeah, it, it's not going to go into that whole thing, but. Um, yeah, and then it's but it's pubs are often are, I don't know they often I I am biased as I'm assuming you are, uh, get a get the worst rap for it. You know, farmers get a lot of good, which is great support and stuff. But um, pubs often kind of get left on their own sometimes unless they're supported by a huge chain, as you say, who can usually negotiate um, lower prices. But maybe sometimes. I think I think what's difficult as well for the pubs is that. As you said, like the the younger generation, they don't. Their main point is not only to drink, as maybe we were uh, before. Yeah. Um, but so I think the pubs need to be more inventive and find new ideas mm. of how to entertain people. I feel like uh, you can no longer entertain someone with just a pint. I mean, I would be very entertained with just a pint, but um, <laughs> I think I yeah, think exactly. many. Me too. <laughs> yeah, like a pint, a friend, a discussion, and that's fine, but. 
I think now they, and I see like some of the pubs I work with, they tend to do more karaoke, quiz, um, some funny animation, which is great. Uh, but yeah, it, it requires an additional effort from them. It is interesting, as you say. Um, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what that looks like in 20 years time when the generations really have shifted. Um, yeah. It's funny, I know in some countries, not, they're not bars, but I know in um, Belgium, for example, um, they have, a, 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 they'll call them a youth centre, but they, the youth centre has a bar, a uh, fully functioning bar, and they put on gigs and concerts, but also just have a bar. And you you have to be the right age to get served and everything, but it's still based. So, you know, it's terminology, termin, uh, termin young people like under 25 come to this space. There's something for everyone down to like 14, 15 as a safe space to hang out. They're obviously not going to get drink because they don't, they're not old enough and they're really strict at how they manage mm-hmm. that. I've always sort of said, I wonder if some pubs need to come up with some sort. I am a youth worker on bias. So I'm thinking there's always, you know, youth clubs got absolutely destroyed by the Tories many years ago, but that's a whole other podcast. So we'll move <laughs> on. Um, but thanks for some of your insight as well. I think that's really interesting to hear, as you say. Um, so on a more jovial note, um, my other pub news is uh, is this. We've no idea where it came from, said uh, publican of mystery mural appears on the side of Greater Manchester pub. Um, so this is the story of a mural that's appeared on the side of a pub in Manchester. A very... Uh, what what can I say? Um, festive mural. It's a snow person. I'm gonna be a snow person with a uh, what looks like a bauble as a grenade, and born to chill and an army hat on, but with some holly on it. Um, <clears throat> so this is the news that um, a pub in Greater Manchester, specifically a place called Denton, uh, and the pub is called the Chapel House. Um, woke up one morning to find a snowman, uh, snow person, as I said, that's what I'm going with these days, uh, suddenly appear on the side of the pub. Uh, And they've said, to be honest, we aren't really bothered who did it. It's a lovely festive mural with a nice message and is certainly drawing people to the pub. I'm just very glad the artist, whoever he or she is, decided to choose the chapel house as a place for uh, their art. Um, I've just shared the link with you, uh, Alison. I don't know if you've seen the mural. Any thoughts? Yeah, I'm in front of it. Yeah, I'm just wondering what what's going to happen for summer then. Yeah, I was. Yeah, right. It's it's, it's um yeah, maybe the person's going to come and do a different seasonal s- sort of character. Yeah. Um, That's funny. Yeah, so just a bit of fun news there. Nothing. Sad. I mean, it's I, I. There are lots of stuff. Whenever we do pub news. And listeners and know there is obviously always the, a serious element of news towards the pub industry and pubs in general and we try we do touch on them we don't go into too much depth um but we always try and balance it out with something fun um yeah so if you'd like to see uh the mystery snow person go to the chapel house in denton great in greater manchester uh children families dogs are all welcome uh from what i've read on that um facebook page so yeah that's a story there what would you what would be your so are there any interesting art elements in any of the pubs that you work with alison 
Hang on, let me go for that question. Um, actually, um, there is a, there is one pub which is the Bow Bells. Um, oh, in uh, you know that one. Yes. Have you been yeah. to their uh, their small garden at the back of the pub? Hmm. I'm not sure if I have because I think I went there when it was winter and so sort of stayed inside. Mm. Um, so they they opened, they opened it, uh, I think, last year. It's, ah, so yeah, they, they, they call it a garden, but okay. it's actually a table with uh, uh, two benches in between two walls. Like it's very, very small. It's super cozy. Uh, it's more like a small terrace or like it's a room with no roof. <laughs> and, <laughs> okay. and they are actually looking for someone to make some art uh, on these oh. walls uh, because right now the walls are, are empty. So yeah. if ever someone hear about it um, and want to draft something, they're, they're looking for someone to make something oh. nice on it. Well, there you go. If you made that snow person and want to travel into London... The Bow Bells is <laughs> uh, East London. The Bow Bells, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 is looking for someone to do some art in their beer room slash terrace. Um, <laughs> awesome! <laughs> you can go check that out. Uh, brilliant. Um, so that's the pub news for now. There is obviously a lot more out there. You can Google it yourselves. Um, that's some of the stories we found today. So that's the end of the pub news uh, we've had for the last, well, this is recent. I'm aware we haven't done one. We usually do these, used to do these monthly. So the term there would be monthly. But uh, coming up, we're going to go into Pub Lovers Corner, um, where I'm going to talk to Alison a bit, a, a lot more in depth about City Stack. Uh, and then we're going to do a rundown of our top three pubs of the year. Uh, so join us after this very short break. Welcome back, everyone. Um, hope you enjoyed your drink. And if you're listening to this whilst having a beer, you went to get a beer. Um, what, so we're, we're, we've moved into the virtual room of Pub Lovers Corner, because obviously we're not in a physical space, uh, where we usually speak to our, I'd say usually, we speak to our guest, um, which is usually someone from a pub or a business or an association. In this case, Alison, it's yourself from City Stack. <laughs> Um, so welcome again. Welcome Thank back. You, um, listeners, you can probably hear Bobby barking. Can you hear him? We don't hear him. Oh, okay, cool. No, I think okay, it's, it's quiet from us. <laughs> That's okay, I'll keep going then. Uh, the listeners are familiar with my dog, Bobby. He's been on the Instagram, I think, before as well. And he often fought, he often, I always like to try and bring Bobby to pubs as well. Um, this is one of a big dog friendly pub person. Yeah, Bobby's been uh, making love to his pillow this evening. It's been very distracting. Um, where were we? So, yeah, Alison, City Stacks, you've already told us a very little bit about it. So it's £20. And you set this up when you came to, not long after you came to the UK during the pandemic. Uh, so you came in in 2020 was it 2020 did you say yes exactly in the middle of the pandemic and then you set up city stack last year exactly what got you so you got you came here you fell in love with pubs uh what got you from there to like oh i'm gonna set up a business uh to try and promote independent pubs and or help them i think is the well uh i think like um basically you, you know when you you speak with pubs they are just 
trying to deal with, oh, I need to recruit some people for staff or I need to serve my clients and they, they have barely no time. Um, and there is so much you can do in terms of marketing. I have a marketing background. So, yeah. um, you know, uh, social media, um, communication, talking with journalists is sort of my thing. Um, and I was thinking, I have this knowledge, uh, and it's not their job. Their job is just to serve you and make you happy with your pins at the pub. Um, so yeah, I decided to try to find a way, which is basically, it's a, some people call it a system of butcher, uh, which works very well for, you know, you have this for everything, uh, online for any kind of products. Um, but it's not very well developed for all the hospitality part. I mm -hmm. think like in hospitality, it's quite late in terms of advertising, marketing, etc. Um, okay. There was no much need up to now because people always go to restaurants, um, etc. But it looks like now there's a need. So yeah, basically um, find a way to, to bring people to there. Um, I think when people get city stack, it's not only because they want to have a discount, which is great because they can have 50% uh, of their meal. So basically each beer mat gives you 10 pounds of 20 pounds spent. Um, so you can get uh, four or five pins or maybe one pin only next year, but <laughs> yeah. you can. Yeah. Have, you can... <laughs> yeah. If it goes up to 20 quid, you get, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you, you can get like or a, a meal, for example, and, uh, and a beer. Yeah. Um, and you pay only ten pound in the end, so it's it's good discount. But I think many people get city stack because they like the experience part. Um, mm -hmm. Many of our pub lovers they get city stack because they want to discover new pubs they've never been to before. Yeah. Um, most of the pubs they are not on the main road, uh, yeah. so there are some pubs that are very famous. So for example, we have the Crown and Shuttle, uh, yeah. which is located uh, yeah, yeah. in Shoreditch. Yeah. So they are part of our pubs. But apart from them, most of the pubs, they are in hidden streets. So it's not the pubs you would uh, stop by walking on the main street, going out from the train station, um, which is great. So it's more like a discovery tool uh, yeah. for pub lovers. Amazing. Um, which, of course, where, where we our, our relationship comes in, I guess. So obviously we met at um, Craft Beer Festival this summer. And what you've just said is exactly what we did when we started as a bigger group of friends, just wanted to explore, find pubs that you that aren't that we might stumble across on, on the bus that is nowhere near a tube stop um, and kind of be like, oh, that place looks amazing. We should make the effort to go there. Uh, and sometimes you need just a little bit of encouragement, which is what this looks like or sounds like it's doing. Um, what's what was your first pub? Uh, that you kind of got involved and do you mind me asking like how did that happen how was it someone you already knew or was it kind of did you just pick a pub that you're like I really love this pub and I go talk to him about my idea um so about the first pub we onboarded actually it's the first time I'm asked this question uh let me think about it I'm not sure I remember <laughs> because I, I I recruited them in uh in two months yeah. Uh, two months time basically what i did is um i made some uh, sort of a ranking um methodology with uh like their rating on google oh, wow. on so it was very you know so uh, very methodical very, exactly i think for the next ones I, I i don't think i would do that way but i mean for the first it, it was uh also to see like their ranking on uh, TripAdvisor. Um, if they have something special to offer, yeah, yeah, yeah. something um, you can 
market, I guess. Exactly. You go there, and right? the main, not, the main... not just the discount, but you should go there because of, I don't know, it's exactly. got a great jukebox or they do a great Sunday roast or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They, they all have something nice, like yeah. uh, uh, the ski hand you go because, uh, among other things, they have a very nice decor. Uh, I think Crown and Shuttle has been awarded for the best uh, uh, craft beer a few years ago. So they, they all have something very special. Um, and they all had to be independent. Um, so basically, I went to visit. Uh, I just I just called them and I went to, to visit them and talk yeah. to them about my idea. Um, I think they were, most of them were quite enthusiastic. Um, so once we set up, the only, uh, the only thing uh, that is restrictive for the pubs is that they need to give at least 10 pounds of 20 pounds. So it's a big effort they're making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they are, they are willing to make it because they know that people uh, will usually spend more than 20 pounds. Like, you yeah. know, you go with friends. Uh, and the goal is that also you discover pubs that are in your area as well. So mm. you would come back later on. So yeah. yeah, amazing is that yeah, and so so there was initially there was a marketing strategy almost so you could argue at the start, um, and it's like you say you've got that those is it ten pubs you've got now currently on city yes staff? exactly we have ten pubs that are uh, spread out across uh, zone one and two um, so yeah. um, it's 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 pretty easy to go they are maximum ten minutes away from a tube station um, yeah. so. Uh, yeah, they, they are all very nice pub. They they and what I love is that the managers are all super lovely. They are always keen on like uh, trying things, and it's we created sort of a community because they are happy also to promote the project City Stack. So um, yeah. yeah, it's really great to work with them. Amazing. So um, I think it'd be interesting. I mean, I'm not entirely sure of this, which and I think listeners might be interested. You mentioned these; they all have to be um, independent pubs. Can you elaborate what that means, um, listeners? So independent pubs mean, um, I think you you have, a, it can be a group of pubs, but you mustn't be, you mustn't have more than five or six pubs. Yeah, so you could uh, be a small like ownership or a small conglomerate yes, sort. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You you have to be a very small group. Um, yeah, that that's the main, the main yeah. criteria, basically. Yeah. Um, because the, again, the goal is, um, to give the resources to pubs, uh, that don't have it. So you have a, a big chains, they have like, uh, dedicated marketing teams, uh, they yeah, have exactly. uh, finance. Yeah, you're, you're youngs or, uh, fellows or whoever. Yeah. They love a whole corporate team somewhere. Exactly. Uh, Whereas an independent pub, they are like, uh, oh, uh, yeah, I should do a story one day. <laughs> and then after they're like, yeah, oh no, they, I don't have the time, man. And some of them do, if they, if usually I think like you say, and like you say, there's no specialism there and the people they hire are not expected to do any of that, but some of them strike lucky and find one staff member who is actually really good at doing social media as well, but by completely by chance usually, isn't it? Um, And that's luck. That's luck. That's all that that there's no, like you say, there's no expectations of them to do that. And they usually end up doing it because they enjoy doing it. They're like, do you have in mind a pub that um, that does Ooh, well on social oh, media? No, I, I, you know what, I don't. Um, that's a good question. I can't. Th- no, I really don't. Actually, off the top of my head, you know what? If I was still living in London and doing pubs in London more, I probably would. Because what I would, uh, uh, none of the pubs in Hitchin have a massively good social media mm. game, I would say. Um, but they, like, I can't remember. Like, 
Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to keep trying to think of one. <laughs> but I do know, you know, you do, like you say, you have some that will just happen to have a staff member who's just really good at doing fun, silly stories and things like that. And people you, you get into that sort of thing. Um, so is that what's the what's the next steps for City Stack? So obviously you're currently really busy. You can be you meant, touched on it earlier. People can still buy uh, City Stacks for their friends and families now. Even yes. Before Christmas. Exactly. So what we do is um, we ship the packs. Uh, usually when I receive an order, I just uh, make sure uh, with the customer that they need to receive it on time for Christmas. And then either we organize a pickup. Uh, so it's very uh, manual, but I just want to make sure everybody has it for Christmas. Um, either uh, we organize a guaranteed shipping uh, so they have it very quickly. So it's still time to order it. Um, we also sell city stack in a few shops uh, across London, a few independent oh, retail shops. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so it's, it's still available. And for the next step, I think uh, Christmas will be to get some rest first. <laughs> um, and I think from next year, um, the goal will be to develop new editions um, and more local. So basically, um, I think we'll develop something like maybe uh, East London, uh, North, uh, maybe yeah. a borough edition. Um, because, um, yeah, I think people are, are really keen on developing pub, di um, discovering pubs, but I think they even more want to discover pubs in their own area. Um, but this pack, this pack works uh, still very well because basically you have two years to use your beer mats. They are redeemable yes. to December 2024. You just yeah. need to use two beer mats to get your money back. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But I think that would be the next step will be to recruit more pubs. So if ever anyone has any recommendation, and I think that's, that will be the different way it will work for this year. Um, yeah. Instead of, I think I'll be a bit less methodologic and it will be more with recommendation from pub lovers and from, pub yeah, yeah, from, your, from your customers and, and fans, right? Exactly. Um, so it's more customer influence then as well. I think that's a really nice idea. I think there's something about having the pick and mix of London because all corners of London have something brilliant to offer. Not only do you get to discover a new pub, you might discover an entire new area of London that you've never been to as well, which is something I love doing when I will also go into a pub I've never been to go into an area usually especially west london um that i didn't go to that much uh, yeah you feel it's a total different world like yeah. london is so different in different areas so you it, it's like you travel but it doesn't yeah. cost so much <laughs> no exactly and like you say i think there is if you can find i know for a fact there are still pubs in like walking distance from where i used to live in london uh, north london that i didn't get around to go into um I did quite a few of them. I did try, uh, but there were, yeah, there's still a couple I've seen. I'm like, I never went, I never got to go there. Um, one day, one day I'll tick all the rest off uh, my London pub list. Um, do you have, where, where do you live, Alison, in London? Um, I'm in uh, near Liverpool Street. Near hospital okay, so you're kind of East London. Side. Yeah. Yes. So do you, do you have a local pub? Do you have, a, what's, do you, do you have, what's your local pub, would you say? Um, it's the cool pepper. Do you know this one? It's called the cool pepper. Cool pepper. I, I probably pronounce it wrongly because it's quite famous, but I know sometimes with my accent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The cool pepper. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> Every okay. time yeah, yeah. I have to repeat it, but yeah, I will, I will get it one day. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's on, uh, on the corner, right? 
Yes, exactly. It's a yeah. very nice pub. They are always super busy. Um, and yes, they're actually it's... a small group. They have a few pubs uh, okay. across London. Yeah, I've been, yeah, because I have been, I think I've been there once. I think I can't remember. we were on our way to a gig around there. I think we called in there. It is very nice, as you say, isn't it, as well? It's yes. like quite nice, fancy deco. It's that sort of pub, which. Yes. Right they, even, they even have a, a rooftop if you want to do something a bit more oh, fancy. And uh, yeah, oh. it's good meal and, and a rooftop. So, yeah, I mean, they're, they're always crowded. Like even in, in, win in winter, there is a lot of, of people outside drinking their beer. So. Amazing. Very nice. Beans. Um, okay, Britt, well, Alison, thank you for that. And we're going to, we're drawing to a close and we need to kind of share with uh, the public our top three pubs of the year. So for me, I just scoured my Instagram, to be honest, and <laughs> to remind me what I posted. I came up with a top three off the top of my head and then went through my Instagram. I was like, oh my God, I've been to some amazing places this year. How am I going to come up with a top three? Um, but like you say, you're going to be probably a bit, subjective <laughs> um which is fine because you get to pick um but i think uh well, all i wanted to say before we do this everyone um we're aware that we're maybe talking a bit london centric city stack is currently based in london uh but we as listeners know we do talk about pubs from across the uk and beyond i think a non-british pub is going to be in my top three it's going to be actually in france um i think i still haven't decided i'm still working this out in my head um but do, do you have your top three ready alison before we kind of yes i i did okay. i did my homework you did your homework well done okay um so i'm gonna <laughs> go with uh, okay i'm gonna give special mentions to some though before we go to number three so pubs that got left out for from my top three um were so uh, Ye Old Mitre near Farringdon, um, a pub I only recently went to for my birthday. Um, well worth checking out down a little hidey hole, down an alley, proper kind of Dickensian, Victorian sort of pub and a good beer selection as well. Um, so absolutely worth going to. Um, I have to mention the Albert in Hitchin. As I mentioned, it's my favourite pub. Um, but particularly this year, I think it's been really nice. Like I said, I've been there a few times the last few months and it's been really busy, which is really nice to see because it's not bang in the center of Hitchin. It's slightly on the outskirts. Um, and then I'm also wanting to make a special shout out to Coach and Horses uh, in central London. I don't know if, do you know that one? You're nodding. Us. Yeah. Um, again, first time I went there, my partner took me there actually earlier this year. Um, and it was a, it's an absolutely brilliant pub again uh well worth going to see okay so that now that narrows me down to three yeah okay there's enough of my voice alison would you like to what what's number three in your top three pubs this year um so it's so this is a pub that is not in london um actually so it's called um the stag heads um it's it's between so it's in a village. Uh, I went in a um, in travel with a friend to just go in the countryside and you know breathe some fresh air. Uh, it's between um, Oxford and Birmingham in a village called um, Wellesbourne. Probably I don't pronounce it well. <laughs> Sorry for it. that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's a very nice pub. They have uh, different rooms. Um, it, nice. You have places that look more like guest for a restaurant pub um and other part more 
very classic pub. It was very yeah. good food uh, and very nice. good wine as well. What was it called? The, sta- the... Staghead. Staghead. Amazing. Um, of course, listeners, all of these links will be on the show notes. So do have a look. I mean, that sounds like exactly the sort of place me and my partner would go for like a weekend B&B break. Um, so I'm uh, yeah, exactly. Room. It was near a hotel uh, to stay like spa yeah. mud. It was nice. Perfect. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, so my number three um, is in a place called Where, <laughs> not to be confused with the uh, verb and noun, um, but Where, so W-A-R-E. It's a place called the Old Red Lion. Um, it's on it's on Pub Trotter's Instagram. I went there about springtime this year. Um, and I think, yeah, it, ha- it had a fire in it. You mentioned the burning fire earlier, and I looked at the picture that I took uh, and posted on our socials earlier and I, I feel like I could smell the burning fire again um it was quite cold it's spring day and we went in there me and my partner um yeah and it just felt really toasty and warm the staff were friendly and chatty um and kind of asking us where we're from and I love chatty staff um and yeah like beer selection wasn't massive it, it's it was, but it just had like two good beers on ales uh, ales rather on tap and obviously some spirits and things but yeah it was just something that was really nice about it that i really liked um given the um i don't know just the simplicity of it i think because sometimes a good pub can just be really simple so that's my number three um pub of the year Alison, number two for you so this one is a uh, this one is one that is part of uh, our program because I'm obviously not objective at all. Absolutely, you need to. It's and and un- un- it's absolutely fine. Go for it. Um. So it's it's the Angel and Crown I was uh, mentioning earlier, uh, which is uh in East in Roman Road. What I love about this pub, so um, I don't know if you've read about this pub early before, um, but it's been a long time ago elected as the worst pub in London. Oh, wow. um, it, it used to have a quite pretty bad reputation um, and um, a lady called Mel, uh, she used to work in finance and she decided, well, um, I want to take over this pub and I want to make something nice for locals, which she did. I think she achieved it very well. Uh, the only thing is like she, she launched in uh, 2019, um, so oh, wow. just before the pandemic, but she made wow. that, something out of it very nice. Um, it's the, the location it's uh, around big rough building but when yeah. you come inside you directly feel home um, you have a couch it, I'm pretty sure we could do a Friends TV show Friends <laughs> British TV show in this place yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah amazing I've just I've just uh, had a quick look at it online and I, I totally see what you mean it looks like a, a classic working class london pub um i think he's even got bars on the front of the door in the picture they might be gone now but yeah like you say from the outside it looks like a real uh proper local but yeah. maybe sometimes it's not one you might want to go into and then the decor inside yeah you, as you say looks lovely um definitely somewhere i want to try um okay number two for me so um number two for me is a french it, it was a pub I, I can I I would I would describe it as a pub as opposed to a, a brasserie. Um, it was a place called La Bap, uh, which is in uh, the Opera District of Paris, um, 
we went me and my partner went there earlier this year um and naturally i do a lot of googling for places to go and drink and eat when i go abroad and this was really close to where we were staying as well and yeah fantastic beer selection um they did kind of really great kind of bar snacks and fantastic music as well and uh, i think music in a pub it depends on the pub and what music's playing hugely uh but for me it was it was nighttime it was a good nighttime pub really really good music uh for people who've listened to me rant about music it was kind of like alternative grunge and kind of that sort of thing um yeah and just really friendly uh and just unexpected i think <clears throat> in paris uh which again is why i really liked it uh it just and it was really busy as well because I think I was very much thinking craft beer in Paris. How 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 well is it doing? And yeah, it was great to see that it was really busy, loads of customers. Um, so that was my number did two. You, did you have that same atmosphere of like local and uh, community? Um, or? Probably a cross between tourists and locals, given where it is. Um, but it definitely felt like yeah, it felt comfortable. It felt cozy. It felt like a, a late what I'd call a late night. Like when you go, yeah. you go because you're going to stay there till it shuts, maybe, um, as opposed to maybe more of a chill pub vibe, like your Sunday afternoon pubbing. But yeah, um, yeah it's lovely. And the staff are friendly again. It's a big thing for me. I think pub environment staff have to be friendly. Um, so that's my number two. Um, what's your number two, Alison? Um, my number one, you mean? Mm. yeah sorry yeah yeah oh my god yeah so that's my oh, number two so quick yeah why it has happened so quick so you're number one what is your number one pub of the year 2022 so for the number one i selected the the pub we were meant to um, oh, organize cool. the podcast um which is the ski hands yeah. uh, in Peckham. um i really love this pub because well it's a family-run pub um and yeah, their their atmosphere is is really great. You have a um, like very nice uh, beers. You can I think it's the place where you want to drink Guinness. Uh, there is also a beer garden um, that is very nice, and they do Thai food as well, uh, which is yes, kind you did of say, yeah. funny. So uh, yeah, I I really love that pub. I think they they manage to do very well because they do a lot of live music. So you have a uh, every Friday, I think. You have um, Irish live music, and they are part of the pub. If you need an example, that do well on social media because they yeah. are always displaying um, the atmosphere of the pub, and you always want to yeah. go there. Amazing! That sounds really cool. Um, so yeah, again, we were due to do this uh, last week. But I was thinking, is because you mentioned a drink Guinness, and I remember looking at it before we were due to go there. And is it, is it an Irish? I don't want to. God, it's not Irish themed, is it? Like, but there's an Irish uh, atmosphere to it. I'm all my wrong. The the owner is Irish, actually. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, it's an Irish family. So might, um, yeah. So if we were going to go there, <laughs> I'm gonna. I, I've got a former pub trotters presenter, Niall, who listeners will know, is Irish. Um, I wonder what that place might be like during the Six Nations when Wales play Ireland or France play Ireland. We could go and do a podcast there beforehand, mm-hmm. but that could be a whole thing. We'll talk about that next year. Yeah, it looks and sounds amazing, like you say. I think when I looked at it before going, um, but hopefully, well, we will definitely get to go there next year. You mentioned it does Thai food. Is that from an like? 
is that something they do or is that like an external group of people that because i it's funny i went to a pub in north london called the falter and fallback which my friends know i love um and they are, have a thai kitchen uh in the evenings and but it wasn't like uh it's a kitchen they had and then people who not from the pub who who would tie and maybe under i don't know would come and do the, the food does that make sense am i making sense yes yeah, so the uh the funny thing, the faltering fullback is actually uh, in this from the same family as uh, the ski hands family. Oh, yeah, that totally um, makes sense. Yeah, and um, yeah. So from the ski hand, I think it was the the former. Uh, I think it was the 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 uncle of the current uh, manager who um, who took over this pub, and his wife was Thai, and she used to cook. So it was oh, cool. a sort of family cooked. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't I don't know if today they are still cooking uh by themselves. I suppose so. But um yeah, there is a family story behind that. Like even if you look, it's a mix of decor between uh very British decor, but you have some notes of Thai decoration as well in the pub. I will look out for that when I come down. That sounds really, really cool. Um amazing. So ski hands. And where where is that again for listeners? So it's in Pickham. Peckham. It's in a very residential area. Like you wouldn't find it uh, just yeah. walking. Again, one of those sorts of places that you wouldn't necessarily stumble across. You need to know it's there. Exactly. Amazing. How about your number one? Yeah, so my number one, it's a bit random, uh, if I'm being perfectly honest. Um, and this is why it's number one. The more random the pub, the better for me. Um, so this pub is known as two, it's got two names. And it's in Doncaster. <clears throat> I was up there earlier this year. Uh, so Doncaster's kind of North England, Northish, not as far as like Newcastle and stuff. And um, I got, I was getting a train back and I got stuck at Doncaster. The trains were delayed. My train was for another hour. So I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? And there was a pub on the platform, only on this platform, not accessible from outside of the platform so the only way you can get to it is if you've bought a ticket to get on the train or off or really? coming off the train yeah <laughs> um and it was it's really small it had a, a, about i'd say you could probably fit i think well they had they had seats and tables inside and you could fit probably about eight people seated and maybe another two standing inside and then they had another group of tables and tables and chairs on the platform itself so it's called platform 3b uh, or it's also known as uh, the Draftsman Ale House in uh, Doncaster. Um, and it's funny, so I've, I've since been to another pub on a platform um, on another journey that got delayed. So I'm, I'm, I'm being like, this This is a whole series of podcasts of pubs on plat train platforms. <laughs> um, I guess the reason this one in particular is really nice, the staff are really lovely. They let me do loads of like f f uh, photos and things and socials and stuff with them. Um, they had a fantastic beer selection as well. It was like proper craft beer. Um and it's just, yeah, just so random and lovely and perfect given. I think something I talk a lot about um, about pubs is pubs, you can have a bad experience at the pub if you're not with the right people or in the right atmosphere, but you can have a brilliant experience. And so depending on your mood and the type what's happened that day as well. Um, yeah, and it was just a lovely, really chilled. I had I just had one drink while I was there waiting for my train. Um, and it was just a lovely experience. 
So I highly recommend everyone to go to Doncaster train station. <laughs> I mean, I fear there's not a lot in Doncaster, so maybe do do it on your way to somewhere else. No offense, Doncaster listeners. Uh, tell me if I'm wrong. We'll come visit. But yeah, that's my number one probably year. Platform three B Draftsman Ale House. That's that's very unique, right? Exactly. Right. I mean, a train on a like a pub on a train platform. That's yeah. So like, and that's you had to be on that platform as well. If you were on platform one, you couldn't access it. It's it's yeah. just so it is so yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. Brilliant. That was really fun. Thank you, Alison, for indulging in your top three. And I hope to I hope to go to both of the two from your kind of from City Stacks. Um selection next year we'll do some podcasts together from those as well um but we've run out of time um alison it's been an absolute pleasure uh, having you on thank Uh, you so much nick listeners alison is going to be joining as a co-host as we venture into the the world of city stacks pubs next year after i've had a baby of course and gotten over the inevitable lack of sleep um but alison just for listeners again and this these will obviously all all this will be in the show notes with links somewhere to go i'll put city stack at the top um but how can what's the simplest way for people to get hold of some city stack um beer mats yeah so you can just go on citystack.co so just co and uh, yeah you can get them online um, if ever uh, you prefer to buy them in retail shop, we have the list of the shops on the homepage of our website as well. Uh, or you can just uh, talk to me on Instagram uh, so and I can tell you where to find them. Uh, and our Instagram is uh, city underscore stack. Brilliant. Nice promotions. Fantastic. So this will all be in the show notes. We'll put their Instagram citystack.co at the top of the page so you can easily find it. And it's still time to get your gifts in for christmas or like if you like me the variety of birthdays you have between christmas and the new year um so if you have a similar situation you can also do that alison thank you very much i look forward to hanging out with you in person next year while we do some podcasts everyone have a fantastic end of the year uh, visit your pub they're warm they're fun they're friendly uh it saves you putting your own eating on yes you spend money elsewhere but it's money better spent in my opinion um, Alison, take care. We'll speak to you soon. Take care, listeners. Happy pub trotting.